What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Temple Tea. It has been a little bit of a minute. We have been gearing up for our summer conservatories, which are kicking off on Monday. Mm-hmm. And I am joined by Peggy Taphorn, our illustrious producing <laughs> artistic director. You guys haven't heard from her since uh, my way. How are you feeling after my way? I feel great. We ended the season with a bang, yeah. and we've been working hard to get ready for the summer, but we are ready to go. And this is going to be a terrific new year, and I'm looking forward to all the fun the summer brings. Oh, yeah. And we are joined by y'all's favorite, Gavin Pamer. I'm a favorite. You are a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know why either. Not kidding. <laughs> Gavin Pamer, our wonderful education director slash marketing director slash... Uh, I'm not marketing all... director anymore. Yeah, but you do a lot. He, Y'all, he literally does so much. We are so freaking blessed that he is here but gavin how are you feeling heading into the summer i'm excited i'm really really excited we have great shows we have a lot of great kids coming in this summer Mm -hmm. we have great interns we've got a great staff it's going to be a fun time it's going to be super fun so let's let's talk about what we're actually doing this summer so we've had a couple of changes we were going to do a couple of different things and then you know of course with the wonderful we won't even say her name we are not going to say her name COVID. <laughs> oh, I was but, like, whose name? I was like, who are we talking oh, about? They, look, name. they were probably yeah, thinking that too. Exactly. They're like, what T? What, what are, are we talking who are, about? Who is she? Um, but, you know, the all C that. Word. The we don't C word. Yeah. Yeah. The C word, yeah. You know, it just kind of has put a little bit of a damper on our plans, but we're making the most of it. We have some super exciting things. So let's talk about what is the first show of the summer this Our year? first show of the summer is The Music Man Jr. The Music Man is one of my favorite shows. Yes. It's one of the most uh, well-constructed musicals there is to have. Of course, mm-hmm. it's back on Broadway right now, so it's timely mm-hmm. that we're doing it this summer. And uh, we have a great group of kids that are coming in. And we started on Monday, June that is insane. Yes. 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 We finished the conservatory. This is one of our two-week conservatories. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty much what we call our general musical theater conservatory, mm-hmm. where the kids show up on the first day, we audition that first day, and then they get their roles the second day, and then we have nine days to put the show together. Nine days. And I have to say, these these big uh, musicals that we do in the summer for age 8 to 18 are some of my favorites because the older kids sort of mentor mm-hmm, the yes. younger kids and the younger kids get little crushes on the older actors. Right? They're like, I want to be like that when I get their right. age. Yeah. Yeah. And so it gives the younger kids some inspiration for what their future right. could hold and it allows the the older kids to do large roles and stretch a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe some things they're not accustomed to. Right. So it really is a great blend and it's really fun to watch those dynamics of different age groups, different schools, different mm-hmm. counties all coming together in the same place. Right. Um, to put on these big splashy musicals. Yeah. And nobody does it like us. No. You know, we do full no. costumes, full lights, full yeah. sets. We have Gavin at the helm, so you know the direction, the choreography is going to be top-notch. Mm-hmm. This really is professional experience for them all around. Right. And it gets all ages of kids ready to participate in our main stage shows. Exactly. So this is – the beginning camps are, are really one of my favorite experiences. Yeah. yeah. I think they're really cool, too, because you don't have to know anything about anything. I Correct. mean, I think my first camp when I came in at 11, I they were saying stage right, upstage, and I was, like, going the wrong way, and they're like – I've never done this before, but it wasn't like in a judgy way. It was like, oh, let us show you. This is what this means. And it, it, you know, you start from the beginning and people don't feel intimidated. They don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm missing. You know, whereas if you join an advanced conservatory, you're supposed to show up the first day and you're to know what you're doing. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. So it's just really an experience where you can come in, you get that professional. You know, we have so many. teaching artists that are going to be helping our interns who have studied here, you know, so um, the kids are getting that wonderful experience, professional experience, but then also coming in knowing that if I need help, it's okay to ask questions. I'm going to learn from the very best of the best. So um, can you give, for those who maybe have never seen or heard of Music Band, can you give them maybe like a synopsis of the show? Basically, Music Man is Meredith Wilson's love letter to his childhood. And it's about a little town in Iowa. It's a fictitious town, uh, River City, Iowa. And Mm -hmm. basically, it's the people that he knew in his town. And basically, Harold Hill is this swindler who comes into town. Mm -hmm. And this particular time that he stops in this town, his his whole his whole MO is selling a boys band. And mm-hmm. so basically what he does, he comes into each town and he talks about this boys band, he sells them instruments, he sells them uniforms, and then he takes all their money and skips out of town. <gasps> wow. Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. this time uh he sort of uh gets trapped basically his foot in the door because he falls for someone in the town. Mm-hmm. And so it really is um 
what I love about the musical is everybody, every single character in the show is changed because of Harold Hill. Mm -hmm. At some way, they've changed all for the better, including yeah. Harold Hill. They have all, they all change. So basically, it's about him getting off the train in this town, mm -hmm. trying to swindle the entire town, and then basically what happens by the end is the result of him meeting these people and mm -hmm. these people changing and it's it's really a great musical and there's famous songs in it like good night my someone 76 trombones mm -hmm. um uh what else is in this i can't even remember half shapoopy shapoopy <laughs> and then there's a uh, lighter rose will yeah. i ever tell you there's really great songs and we have a quartet there's a, a barbershop quartet in the show so mm -hmm. it's a really really beautiful uh show and uh, a lot of fun I have to tell a little anecdote uh -oh. about my niece, Caitlin, <laughs> who is graduating from dental school next year. Oh, and so now she's going out to do internships mm -hmm. and interview for residencies. And she had one in Iowa and she was talking to her teacher. And she's like, yeah, I've heard the, I the people in Iowa aren't very nice. And he kind of looked at her. He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, growing up, I just heard that people in Iowa are kind of, you know, not very friendly, a little icy. He's like, where did you hear that? And she had to think for a minute. And she said, the music man. The music man. man. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, you said... Iowa stubborn. What she said. She went to Iowa and they that are not at all like they are in the music movie. That is very funny. See, what was funny when you said, you know, it's all about this, this you know, swindler that comes to town and then eventually falls in love. Peggy, I feel like we did that to you. We, <laughs> we swindled you into falling in love with Sanford and now you've been here for 15 years and you met your your partner. Y'all been together for, I mean, gosh, forever. 13 years, yeah. 13 years. Yeah, yeah so we swindled her. So you might be the music woman. Yes. <laughs> but the show harkens back to 1912. Yeah. So this is sort of like, I like to refer to this as like an ice cream shop. This mm -hmm. is the, a time when there was a lot more innocence in the country. Yeah, and a I was going to say purity. Yeah. And, and just, it's, yeah. it's, you know. Well, the big event that happens other than Harold Hill coming to town is when the Wells Fargo wagon, wagon gets there. So that's another famous Aww. song. Yeah. You know, everybody waits. There's no TV. There's mm -hmm. no radio. There's, there's no, no Amazon. Nothing. It doesn't show yeah, exactly. up. You know, like the, our, our modern day Wells Fargo wagon is Amazon. Is Amazon. <laughs> no <laughs> way. <laughs> so that's the big event in the town. Yeah. That you know, is, is fabulous. The wagon, the Wells Fargo wagon coming. That is yeah. exciting. Okay, so they have two weeks to put the show together. Yeah. Another thing I nine like days. about <laughs> this camp, Nine Days, is that everybody has a shot at the leads. Yep. Right. You know, if, if a 10 year old comes in and they sing that Marion music the best mm -hmm. and they can act the part, then we're going to have to find a 10 year old Harold Hill, <laughs> Harold Hill. you know, right. because we really do. We have no preconceived casting for no. these big musicals. Correct. And about half the kids, wouldn't you say this time are new to us? Yes. yes that's so that's exciting. exciting. We don't know yeah. who's going to walk in the door mm -hmm. and who's going to be on their, you know, best that day. You've auditioned a yeah. lot, you know, yeah. some days you nail it and some days you're like, well, I didn't nail it. <laughs> you're this like, day. and the ensemble, here I come. <laughs> yeah. Woo! But it's a good experience. It's a great experience. Wherever you land, yeah. it's, you're going to have a great time. Yeah. Yes. You're going to learn a lot. As we all know, the ensemble works harder than the Oh, leads my gosh. Yes. In, in you have 90 to know percent everything. of the shows. Yeah. You have to but know But that's everything. what's fun about the first day is that everybody's a little nervous. Yeah. And then that second day, everybody's just holding their breath, seeing mm -hmm. what script they're going to get because that's where their part is right. written on it. Mm -hmm. And there are sometimes tears Cheers. and there are sometimes whoops of joy. But in the end, everybody ends up where they're supposed to be. Right. Exactly. And learns something and gets better and yep. makes new friends. So... I'm excited. And what I love, this particular show is is licensed by Musical Theatre International. And they've mm -hmm. done a really great job with these particular versions of the shows by being all-inclusive. Right. Like, they're really smart about picking a lot of numbers that are ensemble-oriented. Right. And they, they restructure the show based on the fact that they know that pretty much camps like ours are going to be doing these shows. Yeah. And so everyone is involved from the time the show starts until the time the show ends. And that's another reason why I love The Music Man. I've done, I think this is my sixth production of it. Oh, wow. And you're pretty much on stage the entire time. You I go off stage, you change, and it's another big production number you yeah. come on stage for. So it's it's really great. And there are also so many characters throughout the show. Right. So the kids coming and joining us for this conservatory are really going to have a blast. And yeah. it's nice to introduce our summer is basically celebrating the classic, you know, the classics. Yeah. And music I'm Man really is as classic as it gets. Yeah. And so you'll be directing. Mm -hmm. Who is our choreographer? Our choreographer is Sydney Pope, okay. who is really wonderful. 
Well, she just graduated from UNC. Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. Hill. And um, she, of course, went through our entire program. Mm -hmm. So she performed here and then she was, has been an intern her entire time in college. If you, if you come to Temple often, you will have most recently seen her in A Christmas Carol last year. Yes. um, Where she was. Ghost of Christmas. Ghost of Christmas. And Ginger. And then Ginger and uh, our dance captain. And she's fabulous, uh, incredible choreographer. Okay. And then who are we doing for music? We have this year, we have our music director this year is Allison Lawrence. And okay. if anybody has, Allison is mainly known. She actually has organized the fundraiser for RLT every year uh, called Divas Live. Mm-hmm. And she's responsible for their biggest fundraiser. Love and that. she was last seen on the temple stage in Oliver. She was our Mrs. Bumble in Oliver. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is basically a uh, voice teacher to the stars. She is a wonderful voice teacher. And uh, she. we've been talking to her about joining our staff in the fall as mm-hmm. well. So we're really excited about having her here. Peggy, you have to spill the tea. What's the fun fact about Allison Lawrence? She was the person who was Clay Aiken's voice teacher. Clay Aiken, everybody. American Idol. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that she taught Clay Aiken how to sing. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, it sounds like we have uh, a pretty all-star team here. Yeah, so they have nine days to put it together. When do the shows actually the start? The performances are um, June 24th and 25th. So okay. this year we sometimes had, in the past we've had Sunday performances, mm-hmm. but this is the first year that we're only doing a Friday night performances and two shows on Saturday. Just to sort of give everyone, because a lot of the kids do multiple conservatories right. through the summer. So we're taking Sundays off. We're giving the Lord's Day. We're giving the Lord his day. <laughs> and we're taking Sundays off just right. to have sort of a respite between each one of the conservatories. Yeah. So it'll be Friday night uh, on June 24th will be a 7.30 show. And then on Saturday, the 25th will be a 2 o'clock show and a 7.30 show. And the cool thing about that is it kind of gives them a taste of what it would be like to be in a main stage production because sure. that, that, those are our show times. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the call times that they're going to be. Well, you when know. Peggy was talking about, you know, the younger kids learning from the other ones, right. it's sort of, this is sort of a training ground for our professional exactly. shows because we run our rehearsals for these conservatories exactly as we run the rehearsals that right. we would for our main stage shows. And we, right. we talk a lot about process over product here and, and, teaching these kids a process on, okay, this is your, here's your script. Mm-hmm. These are your roles. This is what you have to do at home. And we teach them a process on how to get to the end product. Right. And that's how we do it in nine days because we're not sitting there just like teaching to the test. Most of the kids who've been studying with us know that, okay, here are my lines. I know that I have to memorize these. I have to do it this way. And they have their own personal process. Right. And so all these new kids coming in from, you know, witnessing what's happening next to them and by being educated, they're learning their own personal process as well. And whenever our kids go out to work at other theaters, I always always hear from the artistic director or the director, Mm -hmm. your kids are so Mm well-trained. And that all starts with our summer conservatories. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, Okay, so we close on the 25th. We have a day of rest. And then what comes next? One hundred Disney's one hundred and one. <laughs> I'm so excited! I'm so excited! It's gonna be so yeah, good. Pretty much, this show is based on the animated classic uh, with Cruella Deville mm-hmm. and all of the puppies, and it exists. Peggy has done the show. You did the show here, and you also did it. It was stages. Stages. One yeah. of my first summer camps, I believe it was 2009, and Gosh. it's it's fun now to see how the little puppies are now graduating from Graduate college. College. Uh, but one of my favorite memories, I'll, I'll share it now, and, and so you can skip it later. <laughs> Was that for opening night of 101 Dalmatians, Scott Holt, who is Patrick Holt's dad, because mm-hmm. Patrick was in the show, brought his fire truck from Tramway mm-hmm. and all the puppies in their costumes mm-hmm. climbed up on that truck and we took photos and you would have thought so that cute. it was the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> right. That was so cute. Um, and I just love this show. I've done this. Yeah. Sh- I've done 101 Dalmatians probably four times in my career as a director choreographer. Mm-hmm. And this time I just get to sit back and watch and assist where necessary, but it's a really cute show. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Holt is directing this one. So this will be, be one fun. of his first forays. Uh, he did the Grunge Forest last year and did a great job. Uh, so he'll be taking the helm of that one. Uh, and which- Patrick and I did it the first time that you did it here. And right. he was... Uh, What's his Roger. name? He was Roger. Roger. I've wanted to say Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Richard. Um, but yeah. And so who are you, Raven? I didn't participate. And no, I'm just kidding. I was <laughs> in one of the camps. I was Carilla Deville, which was still by far. That is shocking one of my... to me. I can't imagine it. Literally. Okay. I will never forget the time that one of our 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 students here, Cora Stump, she had made the comment. You know, you were introducing. Oh, this is Raven, our marketing director, and you you would have seen her in some stuff. And she's like. 
okay, what were you in? <laughs> like very, you know, like what, what, what have you done? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I did this. And she was like, when was that? And I told her and she was like, oh, I wasn't even alive. And I was like, oh, <laughs> God, my heart. But um, I'm really excited because that still to this day, um, at the time, our box office manager had done a lot of the arts and crafts and stuff. And she painted my portrait as Cruella DeVille. And I had had that for years. I can't find it now. I don't know where it was. But I asked my mom, I was like, you saw that painting? She was like, I hadn't seen that in years. Where where is that painting? But she painted through storage. Painted a portrait that hung in the Deville Mansion, which was super fun. So yeah, and the guy that um, played one of my little minions just got married recently. I mean, Josh Fowler and Neil Bullard was he your other one? No, your cast. uh, He was the other. Not my. What? How do you say her name? I I mess her name up every time. McConey. Uh, McConaughey, McKenzie, McConaughey, McKenzie. McKenzie, every time. But yeah, she was my other, and she was so cute. Right. Oh my gosh, she, she was, was our original spunky. Tiny Tim. Yeah, mm-hmm. so <laughs> spunky. But okay, so this this camp starts on this. This second? camp starts uh, uh, June twenty seventh. June twenty seventh, and it goes right. to July second. July second, so correct on July. 2nd. So they have and a this week. Is- one week camp. They have oh, wow. four days. They have four basically. days. And they so this have show's already, already been cast. Yes, they already yeah. auditioned. Uh, both this, Bye Bye Birdie, and Shakespeare are all our advanced caps uh, mm-hmm. camps. And they, all the students have already auditioned. We had over 60 kids audition for all of the conservatories. And this particular show has 20 kids in it. Wow. And so they auditioned back in uh, May. And the show has been cast. So they're coming in already having their scripts, already mm-hmm. having the music, and they know that they have to do some studying before they get here. Right. Because we only have four days. That's yeah. insane. And the first year that I worked here back in 2018, I think, was was that the first summer I did The only summer I did it. Um, it was the first time that they had done this one-week camp, advanced camp for the 8 to 12s. Yeah. And I was thinking it was a two-week camp. And, uh, we sweating a little bit we hadn't we hadn't auditioned anything so back then the kids came in on the first day and we had four days and so we literally had to like sing them and say okay who sings and then we sent them home and so they basically did the show in three days so that's why we do this we do auditions in advance now so the kids can come in at least being familiar with and, and the good thing is, this is is one hundred one Dalmatians. So they right. already they already know the characters better than I know the characters. Right. And I haven't been focusing on the show because I've been focusing on the two shows I'm directing. Right. So thank goodness that somebody else is focusing on this because these kids are like chomping at the bit. Right. For this production. Oh, it's gonna be so fun. So and their performance dates are their when? performance dates are July first and second. So same, same schedule: thing. Saturday night, uh, Friday night, seven thirty, and Saturday on two at two and seven thirty. Okay, and then we take a rest, and we have and then. And we have Bye Bye Birdie. Yes. Oh, man, I'm looking forward oh, to Oh, I was one. ready to do some harmony on that next yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bye Bye Birdie. And this is our advanced this is the teen, advanced teen camp. camp. So these kids are 13 to 18. Uh, 101 Dalmatians are 8 to 12-year-olds. Mm-hmm. This is... 13 to 18 year olds. And, we and have, these are a lot of our temple teens, yes. our teens that have been in our academy, academy classes. Our very yep. advanced students. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm super excited and about this one. We have 38 kids. Which is by far a record. This oh, is a record. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. This is the largest of the advanced camps that we've ever done. Oh, my goodness. Mine, when I did Into the Woods, was 33. So at least. But that held the record until now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because usually it hovers between 25 and 30. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so this is exciting, and we're doing and Bye Bye Birdie. Basically, the story of Bye Bye Birdie is Conrad Birdie, who is a client of Albert Peterson's in the Al Lou music production. Um, he's basically Elvis Presley. He's Elvis Presley. Yeah. <laughs> is drafted into the army, and so Albert thinks his entire career in life is over. Mm-hmm. And of course, his secretary Rosie just wants him to be an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Just go back and being that's her whole plea. Just be an English teacher and have a normal. Give life. up the dream. So. She comes up with the idea that there's going to be one last kiss for Conrad Birdie before he goes in the army. And they travel, they pick a girl's name at random, and they travel to Sweet Apple, Ohio, so Conrad can bestow his kiss uh, upon Kim McAfee. And mayhem ensues, Mm -hmm. everything happens, (laughs) and then there's a happy end. Have you heard about Hugo A. Kim? (laughs) Oh gosh, I can't wait. One of the most iconic musical theater numbers in musical theater Absolutely. And it's... I know it's it's great and it's going to be awesome and uh, I'm actually really excited to see you do it here because you showed me some of your work from back in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and that looked like a I mean that literally looked like a Broadway company doing it and they were 13 high school students. 14 yeah. they were high school students 
We don't do that around here. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we have we have great well, programs here. This is here, what but, I do for a living. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I was literally watching and I was like, oh my gosh, they're so in sync and the the costumes and the. I mean, just the set and everything. So I can't wait to see. But you that's put what it up we do here. here at Temple Theater. Too. I know, and I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I can't wait to see it on our stage. Our mm-hmm. students are. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah. Okay, and, and it's that a great one, cast. And they've, of course, these kids already know what they, who their cast right. is as well. So they come in, and this is one of those nine. It's not a nine day camp. This is a ten day. So ten we have days. ten exact days to put it together. Ooh. Yes, because they already know what they're doing. So right. This is ten days. Okay, yeah. and then they have their performances the weekend before the fourth, right? No, they start no. on 4th of July. Oh, geez. We start Monday, July 4th is when we start the, okay. the conservatory. And then their performances are July 15th and 16th. 15th Again, and 16th. Friday night at 7.30, Saturday at 2.00. I can't wait for that one. I'm very yeah. excited about that one. Okay, and then our final conservatory of the summer. Yes. Is very exciting. Romeo and Juliet. And yes. this conservatory is a little different because this is our only three-week conservatory. Mm-hmm. And with this conservatory, the kids take... Um, basically uh technique classes in the morning mm-hmm. uh studying shakespeare studying the text of shakespeare mm-hmm. and some of those classes they may uh not even work on romeo and juliet and right. romeo and juliet is the, is the play we're doing this year but the morning they spend their time with really wonderful guest artist teachers that we're bringing in yes. and they learn a lot about the the technique and craft and time period or whatever uh, um, iambic pentameter that's yes. right so and this fun. year we have David McClutchy's David coming McClutchy. back to do stage combat classes. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Um, and then we have Laura Jernigan coming. Mm-hmm. She worked with us last year to work on text analysis Correct. and e- uh, exercises on period movement. Ty Stumpf is coming Correct. in to do text analysis. Mm-hmm. So we really, we, we really educate. Um, right. This is our most education, education of the conservatories. So right. And the other conservatories, we, we, um, teach on the job that's sort of on the job training mm-hmm. and this one is where we break it out into actual technique classes and right. rehearsal whereas in the other conservatories uh all of the education happens within the rehearsal process mm-hmm. and we're educating through the process and this one is actually separating into technique classes and mm-hmm. rehearsal process so they get you know b- both worlds which is really kind of exciting because it's three weeks and that actually right. has a um, we actually do evening performances with that and no Saturday matinees. So that starts on the Thursday. That's, um, uh, that would be August 4th. Uh, Thursday, we have a 7.30 performance. Friday, the 5th, the 7.30 performance. And then Saturday, the 6th is a 7.30 performance. So those are all evening yeah. performances. And I love, I'm really excited about this one um, because, you know, Patrick's going to be Patrick's doing it. Be and he and I had done some Shakespeare before and he's, I mean, really into it. But I, I'm really excited about the twist that he's put on it a mm-hmm. little bit. I won't spill too much. We'll talk about it in a later episode. But be on the lookout for that because there are some twists and turns that are going to ensue. And then also when you talk about let's celebrate the classics. I mean, when you think about classics, you right. think about Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, and what's more classic than the love story mm-hmm. of Romeo and Juliet? Exactly. And we've done Romeo and Juliet. This is probably the fourth time yeah. uh, in my 15 years here. But it's so relatable yeah. to the teens who are participating. This Absolutely. Is, this is for 13 to 19-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whenever you ask young people what they which Shakespeare they want to do everybody says Romeo mm-hmm. and Juliet yeah. and since we are doing the classics it seemed like well why not well, I mean come on not much to do about nothing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I'm actually really excited about this and I can't wait to see um we're gonna have some stuff come out on our social media that's going to be you know behind the scenes of our intimacy training and mm-hmm. with David McClutchy teaching um you know with the rapiers Stage and everything time, yeah. like yeah. I, I'm super excited about that so okay um so let's talk about a little bit about you guys have touched on it a little bit but the reason that we do these camps and our kind of philosophy about process over product. I think that's something that we do really well here. And that's something that a lot of places don't do. They just look, they're like, all right, let's put up the show. Let's like do it really quick. And like, let's just put it out. Whereas when you guys are teaching, um, what kind of, I guess, how did you come to that philosophy? And then why does it work so well in this setting? Well, most times, you know, growing up in, in high school, I went to a high school that, you know, when, when I was, I have a lot of older sisters. I'm the youngest of nine. So all my sisters just out of happenstance ended up being in the high school musicals. And so as a kid, I was in all the high school musicals. When right. I got to high school, 
they didn't have musicals or plays. And so I'm like, what happened to all this? You know, and most times in high schools, you're dealing with kids who have never done theater before. Right. And so it's a four month process and you're basically teaching to the test. You're trying to just get these kids. Okay. We have this dance number and we're going to rehearse this dance number over and over and over again until we get to this point. And so they really aren't learning. They're learning the steps that are within that choreography. Right. And so after a lot of time and I had, so from high school on through college and into my professional career, I had done a lot of high school musicals and working with kids and realizing that if they had any type of training outside of this particular, you know, high school experience, they would be, and some of them had amazing talent, but because they had never been in a dance class or they had right. never been in a music class, you know, and you're basically, I did Damn Yankees with the entire front, you know, line mm-hmm. of the football team who had never danced in their life, I love that. but they were in a musical. And you realize that they were really terrific by the end of a four month process. Right. But had they had any type of music training or dance training, that mm-hmm. the process would have been a lot easier. Right. And so, uh, it's been my philosophy that by by having these core classes and these technique classes, mm-hmm. and we we witnessed it with these auditions with the students we have. We have a an audition class that we have an audition prep class, and their their audition called book it called book it. I love it. And the kids coming into the audition are so much more comfortable and so much more confident right. because they know how to approach that particular experience. So by having dance classes and core dance classes and by having core acting classes and by having core singing classes, and that's pretty much, I worked at a, a, a performing arts school that I helped create in Pennsylvania. We spent the days having these core classes. Mm-hmm. And so the video that you saw was the result of us right. spending three hours a day teaching teaching them a dance class and having a ballet class and having those right. things. And by focusing on that and the process of getting there, so you're teaching them how to get to that point as opposed to you know, having to start from square one mm-hmm. within the process, and you're wasting a lot of time. So you right. don't really get to explore uh, characterization and all of the things that matter when you're a professional actor. Yeah. Professional actors come in having, you know, all of that skill. Exactly. So we're basically skill building. And that's what we focus on here, not only in the academy, but also with our summer conservatories. Mm-hmm. We focus on skill building. Right. You know, it, it just being able to show up on time is a skill. Absolutely. Being able to memorize your line is a skill that we focus mm-hmm. on. And that's what makes our product better because we focus on the skills of things. Right. I've watched Peggy in numerous rehearsals with, you know, back to Alice in Wonderland and Best Christmas Pageant Ever when we're working with a lot of students, how you rehearse them and how we teach them to rehearse Mm -hmm. really is brings a more exceptional process. Mm -hmm. It's not just do it again, do it again. I've seen her teach them how, okay, do this step. Now you have to go home and work on this step Mm -hmm. because you have to come back and perfect that tomorrow. And because they know, oh, this is, you know, we teach them the process of getting there. And that's and we really have, the philosophy. We have different expectations. You yeah. know, I grew up uh, like Gavin did without, he had more opportunity in Pittsburgh than yeah. I had in Belleville, Illinois. <laughs> we had our Parks and Rec camp. Yeah, camp and right. then I didn't do any shows nope. until my high school experience, wow. which was one a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so here I really think we also have higher expectations Correct. since we have done this our entire adult exactly. lives for our livings. Mm-hmm about what the real world of theater is about Mm -hmm. and how to transfer the skills that you learn in theater to any lifestyle that you choose. But we're not just throwing everybody on stage in a Mm t-shirt and mom and dad get to go, oh, that was an attempt. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, We really, hopefully, have trained the kids well enough and will continue to work with them during these conservatories Mm -hmm. uh, so that their reward is knowing how good they've done. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And the parents come in and leave in complete awe yeah. that that was accomplished in nine days, right. in four days. Mm-hmm. Um, so the audience doesn't have to work hard to appreciate the work. Exactly. And the kids get to go home at the end of each day, maybe a little tired, tired. maybe a little frustrated because it wasn't perfect that day. But by the end result, they will succeed and yeah. they can feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They can know that we have helped them achieve the best that they could be mm-hmm. in that show, in that moment in their mm-hmm. lives right. um so we're giving them bigger gifts mm-hmm. and give her not bigger knowledge than just this is a tap step you know mm-hmm. what i right. mean and walk away with skills you right. know? Yeah. and that's really what it is is about skill building i know anytime that i go to learn a dance number i hear you in my head and kickball chain step touch, <laughs> step, touch. you know like then that's what you remember because you're teaching them you're not teaching them 
just a step, but you're, oh, I can recognize that now. Like I can right. look at somebody. I'm like, oh, I know what that was. Mm-hmm. Like I can pot de beret and like, you know, all that. But they, they learn to identify, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like in math class, they teach you all these, you know, a brief PEMDAS, remember mm-hmm. that. And, you mm-hmm. know, but with you, you're giving them short, not necessarily shortcuts. I don't want to say it like that. Cause it's not, but you're giving them these little nuggets that when they go to audition, potentially in New York or right. somewhere, they can be like, oh, I can pick up on that because I know I hear Peggy going and set, touch, kick, <laughs> right. ball, change, five, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, and also every, All everyone that. is different and everybody learns differently. I'm right. a visual learner mm-hmm. and there are people who are book learners, you know, and so everyone has to pretty much develop their own process right. within this machine that we all work with. Right. You know, and some people heard, hold their script until the last, very last moment and mm-hmm. put it down at tech rehearsal or not a tech rehearsal. <laughs> um, but everybody has a process. Some people can memorize all their lines first yeah. and then do things. Everybody has to find their way of doing things right. within this machine. And that's part of what else we teach is that we're all individuals and we all learn differently. Right. Yeah. So what works best for you? For you. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I love passing the mantle, if you will, to Sydney Pope, yeah. because yeah. she had many dance teachers mm-hmm. um, that I know she's very grateful for. But I taught her musical theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she teaches musical theater like I taught her, like you were exactly. saying, say the steps to the music. Yes. And then everybody knows at least what it's supposed what to be. <laughs> what is it? My feet are not doing what I said. But no, and it really is helpful. I love that you said that there are so many different ways to do it, because one of the things that um, I... I get alkylates for now as an adult is I'm able to memorize lyrics like ridiculously mm-hmm. quickly. And people are like, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just, and, and it like clicked for me this past weekend in New Jersey. I was like, hmm. because I've done shows since I was 11 <laughs> yeah. and my biggest superpower was I'm coming in the second day and I'm going to know at least everybody else is what they're saying around me. And you know, mm-hmm. it, it has become almost like a superpower, probably not for people in their conversations with me because I can remember exactly what you said, <laughs> but it, it really does. You, you find your own superpowers. You know, some of those kids come in and they can do a tap step so quickly. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, I'm going to be in the back row. Right. But when it comes but to when saying you get those it, lines, you're gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to saying those lines or, you know, lyrics for songs, I can help other people do that because that was my superpower. I developed it. You know, and so I love that you guys are able to identify in these kids these different skill sets and then instill them in and challenge them. You know, I didn't mind being challenged learning how to tap. Um, I'm not a tap dancer, but I could still do it if I had to. Like I still have it memorized. I could do it if I needed to. It would not be flower worthy. Uh, <laughs> but if you asked me to sing a song from 2012, I could probably do it. You know what I mean? So I think one of the other things too, my, my friend back home, we always joke about how for some, and Peggy's the same way that I am. We always found the joy in the work. Yes. Whereas right. a lot of other people don't find joy in work. No. And for some reason, I am. <laughs> no. I, I myself, our, my, our friend Sharon and Peggy, we yeah. have always found the joy in the work. Yeah. And what's fun a lot of times, especially for me seeing the Temple Teens and having them for a year, is watching some of it click with them and mm-hmm. finding the joy in the work. And them realizing that... Again, when Peggy talked about that end product, that end product and seeing how they feel when they're like at the top of their game and seeing the reaction from everybody else, they realize, oh, this is because of this work that I did and this work and I went home and did this and it clicks in them that like, oh, there's joy in working toward the end product. Right. And it, it's kind of fun. And because, it's really for you. Yeah, it's you for know what you. I mean, all the work that we do before we even get to the kids coming on yeah. Monday is, yes, it's a gift for them, mm-hmm. but it's also a gift to us yeah. because yeah. you have to challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, today I have 56 things on my yeah. list, but by the time <laughs> I leave this afternoon, those things are going to be checked off one way or another. Right. You know what I mean? I still have anxiety because I keep thinking that there's nothing, there's something missing from (laughs) my list that I haven't checked I just can't remember. But that's, I hope that's one of the gifts that we also give the kids. Like Gavin was just saying, if you work hard, then by the time you get in front of an audience, you can just relax and enjoy it. And you're not sweating about, where was I supposed to come in? What am I supposed to say? I'm so nervous. Because that will literally, physically make you sick. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we hopefully are preparing them not only for opening night, but for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And I think one of the things about, you know, even just finding joy in the work is realizing the harder I work, the better I am. And I think that's one of the things from being in Temple Teens. I knew if I slacked off in rehearsal, when we got to that date, I was going to go, hi, we are the Temple 
what year is it? And I would not be able to like (laughs) do my speeches. But the more that, and you learn that in these conservatories, you learn that if you show up every day and you give a hundred percent, by the time you get to opening night, you know, it like the back of your hand and it's just another, it's just another thing. But at the end, people are standing up clapping. You know what I mean? And so it really is, it's your own reward. And then you realize when you come to academy classes, you're like, I know how to, I know how to do this, but I'm going to get better. And I know Mm -hmm. how to, you know, and I think one of the, I don't know if we've spilled the tea on the podcast about this yet, but about our half day program. Yeah, we've talked about it. Yes, we have. Ah! <laughs> We're talking about the summer right now. <laughs> I but have to get through summer. Has to live through the summer. <laughs> but you know, that's one of the other things that we can look forward to is you know these academy classes, right. and you know you go through the summer, you get through conservatory, and you go. I want to do it again, you know, and then that's where the academy comes in and you can join the half day program and things like that. Well, I think what what has shown us and what we've learned over the past couple of years as well is, Mm -hmm. you know, when Peggy first got here, they did an eight show season. Yeah. And she scaled it back to a seven show season. And this year, because of the students and and what we've been working toward the past couple of years Mm -hmm. and through the pandemic, we realized that we're sort of pivoting and focusing more throughout the year, not just in our summertime, because our summer programs are so successful that we are expanding those throughout the year. Absolutely. Which is is great. Well, and it's also, I think, where a lot of Gavin and my, and your, joy comes from and passion Mm -hmm. comes from is working with the young people. And the better they get, the more we have to give. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's like an actor learning their lines. Until you learn your lines, I can't help you as a director. Mm -hmm. Once you learn your lines, I can take you wherever you're able to go. Exactly. And it's the same thing with the kids. As we get the kids younger and younger, now starting at four years old, by the time they're 10, you know, they can do wonderful things. And so the it's more insane. there are some kids it's, it's in this challenging and fun Dalmatians that have better resumes than I do now as a performer. <laughs> because like I think the last thing I did was my way and Oliver before that. And these kids have probably done ten shows within that same time. That's because they're really experienced, yeah. advanced ten and twelve year olds, like ten right. to twelve year olds. They're very experienced That's because crazy. they are as skilled as a lot of professionals that I know because they dedicate their time to doing this. Yeah. I think the other superpower that Peggy and I have as well with working with these kids is recognize because we always, we always strive to help them succeed. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that kind of bothers me sometimes when I do go to some of the, not just here, but high school programs across the, across the country that I've seen is when kids have not been educated or not been set up to succeed. Right. And you watch kids fail in a situation that's not their fault. You know, you, you can't help that their their music education has failed them. And, yeah. you know, because I've, I've uh, judged a lot of, like, high school theater programs across the country, mm-hmm. the local Tony Awards and things. And, you know, other judges were so harsh and critique in their critiques about how this person couldn't sing. Well, it's not that child's fault. Like, she was doing the best she could on stage. Right. And I think one of our superpowers is recognizing the strength in each student that we find yeah. and knowing exactly how far they can succeed mm-hmm. and knowing when to... Today. Today. Next year, it'll be a whole different ballgame. It'll be a whole different group of kids. Right. But, you know, but again, I think that's one of the things that we have is knowing the trajectory of where we can get them and what they can do. Right. You know, because... Well, and having the skills to back it up to get them there. You're not Correct. just saying, oh, yeah, you could be on Broadway next year. No, you're just right. like, you're not you going to be on Broadway predict next those year. Those things. But <laughs> next year, you might have a a actual, like, a solo a in shot. one of right. the yes. conservatories because we're going to work really hard on this year. This is a, a, a weakness you have right now, but next year it's going to be a superpower. And again, power, there are infinitely you know? talented kids, but yeah. the success stories that I love to see are the kids who may not have as much talent but have built their skills to the yeah. point where they become competitive yes. because they have worked hard, they know their lines, right. they know yes. those things. Those are the success stories that I truly love, mm-hmm. watching them get over their personal hurdles and succeed in those ways. Exactly. And again, they feel just as successful as the kid who can literally pick up sheet music and sing it and this and that. Right. Because they... The ravens of the, the world. The ravens of the world. <laughs> I can't say but, sing. Fill that audition. But because of, because of the skills they build, they have those same opportunities to exactly. succeed in the same manner yeah. with those kids who don't really try hard but just have the talent. Right. And, and I think one of the things that people can learn from those experiences are watching those kids that maybe don't have the talent and watching them come in and beat them Mm -hmm. for a role. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you that student is going to be like, I gotta get an academy class because I've been slacking and I don't remember. You know what I <laughs> we mean? We heard that after we audition. Yes. Heard that after they, they, from they, quite a few kids. Exactly. They're like, ooh, 
they're, they've gotten better and exactly. I've kind of stayed the same. I've got to work my butt off a yeah, little harder. And I think that's the thing that we do is like, it's not really so much as competition. There's always no, going to be people no. who have competitive spirits, but I think it is spurring one another on to be right. better. And I love that. I mean, you can hear some of the spicy and the tibble teas that were like, that solo. But then at the end, they're like, yeah, she really did deserve that solo because I slacked, you know, or whatever. Right. But I love that. I love that that's part of our program, you know, part of that process of a product. If you work the process, mm-hmm. you get the product just the same and mm-hmm. you get it better because you worked for it. You appreciate it more. And then next year, you're more prepared to be like, okay, I know what I have to do. Right. I know how to get better at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you go a lot further than you would. And again, that's a huge life skill. Not only if you go into theater, but 99% of the auditions you go to, you don't get. get. (laughs) So you have to have some self-awareness and some Mm -hmm. coping mechanism that gets you through those 99 rejections. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, did I, could I have been better? Sometimes the answer is yes. Yes. (laughs) And sometimes the answer is I did the best I could. It just wasn't my day. It wasn't my turn. Those are very valuable skills. And especially... You know, as an adult, we aren't very self-aware these days. Yeah. But as a kid, they're only on them. You know right. what I mean? I should have gotten that part. I should have gotten that part. Well, Gavin and I try to protect them yes. for roles that they can succeed they in. They can succeed. Right. But maybe next year, if you work harder or if, or if you, you know, apply yourself in other mm-hmm. areas, maybe you would be ready for that part. Mm-hmm. But yeah. as of today, it's best. You are best where you are right. stationed. And again, that's a great lesson for all of us yes. as yeah. adults that do the hard stuff first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check that off the list first. And then you get the cream on top. Yeah. yeah. You know? Well, and be able, being willing to trust your leadership too, because it's just like sometimes the parts that I thought that I should have gotten, the part that I actually got was way better for me. And I was like, how did you see that? You know what I like? Right. I've always wanted to ask, how did you know? Because when we did Bye Bye Birdie in high school, I was so mad that I was not Kim McAfee. I got mad that I wasn't Cinderella. I'm not a Cinderella character. <laughs> I'm a Cruella DeVille. I'm a Rosie Alvarez. I'm, you know, that kind of character that's always, you know, not typecasting, but, you know, I'm a little spicy, you know, and that comes across. I'm not the sweet little, oh, let me mop your floor and cry about it in the corner. No, <laughs> I'm a, you know, parts aren't the fun part. Yeah, anyway. they're not. You know, I loved being Cruella DeVille. I got to yell at kids who were pretending to be puppies, like absolutely living the dream, you know? And so like, just, but being willing to trust leadership saying, I, I'm glad that you saw that in me and you challenged me in that area to be like, no, this is what you're, you're doing and this is what you're good at like it, it would be a challenge for me right now to instead of being a godmother to be a cinderella i'd be like i don't i'm not sweet <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how to be that you know what i mean but that would well be- but if you were the best one at least at temple theater and you walked in and you sang the cinderella song uh in my own little corner you know better than anybody else and you acted the part you would get you the part would get to right play cinderella because yeah. that's also yeah. a good stretch for you. Correct. Oh, yeah. You know. That would be wild. I think the other <laughs> exciting thing, having been here now for three years, but working with the education program mm-hmm. for a year now, uh, is watching the parents recognize the yes. growth in their children and buying into the philosophies that we have yes. here. Yes. And a, a lot of it has, it's been more prominent with the Temple Teens because they have been most to the forefront because, right. uh, you know, Christmas Carol was really the only opportunity and the summer shows. But seeing the parents buy into our academy classes yes. and those who have seen the product at the end of each eight-week session, mm-hmm. watching them realize, oh, I see. And, and them even questioning, should my child be doing this or should we have them do that? You yeah. know, we did these voice lessons. What do you think? And watching them realize that these core classes that they've been taking, they've seen more growth in those eight weeks than maybe they have somewhere else where they've been studying for three years. Exactly. You know, and it's nice to see the parents buying into the the philosophy that we have here as well, that their child will have a chance to shine. And sometimes that shining is in the ensemble. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what has been excited about, exciting about the Temple Teens is they are best when they are all together mm-hmm. and singing together. Yeah. Yes, there are solos within the Temple Teens, but they are at their best when they're singing four-part harmonies and right. all dancing together. They're captivating. I have so many mm-hmm. videos on yes. my phone that I've shared, and people are like, you can't just pick one to look at. You're just right. looking at all of them, and yeah. you're just like, mm-hmm. how do they have so much talent in one group? And it's like, I mean... And that's what's exciting about these summer conservatories is yeah. that 
each one of these individually is a Templeton ensemble, mm-hmm. and they collectively all come yeah. up, you know, and and that's what's exciting for this summer for us. Well, because so, we have the largest enrollment in Shakespeare camp that we've ever had. I'm we have, excited. And they're all students. Before we've had to pepper all of the shows with yeah. adults because we didn't have enough people for the shows. Right. This is one of the first time where everyone in the show is a student. Yeah. In fact, Sydney Pope got kicked out. She got, <laughs> Sydney Pope got kicked Sorry, out. Of the, Sydney. She did. She got kicked out because a lot of times our interns, which we should talk about. Our interns. A lot of yes. times our interns help pepper those casts as well. Right. This is the first year that the interns aren't in the show because we have enough students enrolled yeah. because they're so excited about the program. Well, and this was like a record-breaking year in a lot of that because we had to ex- extensively expand our, our youth auditions because we had right. so many. Yes. We have so many new registrations. I think we mm-hmm. had the highest registration for our Winter Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've... I mean, even and we, with... We actually did a fall yeah. uh, production... Yeah. Of right, Jungle, Jungle Book, Book. Yes. yeah, which was huge, massive yeah. cast. I mean, so like, I feel like even though you know, I think we were all very concerned about COVID and our numbers, and you know, are people going to come back? Are they going to still be excited? And I think like this summer proves, right. you know, having our highest registration in in a Shakespeare camp, right. <laughs> which is well, really and we're hard. sort of uh, at a disadvantage this summer because for the last two years we haven't been able to do any student matinees right or any in school outreach, right. which is a huge part of our program. So that's why I think we, we need uh, those student matinees back and we yeah. need to do our in-school tours, tours. and more in-school, mm-hmm. you know, conventions and work career days and all yeah, that. absolutely. Um, to get even more, get the word out more. Mm-hmm. Um, our Rising Stars program, which is the four to seven-year-olds, um, we, we missed that whole feeding into mm-hmm. these younger kids. Mm-hmm. So imagine what next summer is going to be. Hopefully, when we get back to a full school year this year Absolutely. with kids in classes yeah. and us in the classroom yes. and having the kids all come to the main stage shows, mm-hmm. I think this is just the beginning. And it's I why, agree. as Gavin mentioned earlier, we scaled back our main stage shows to six so that we can allow more time for youth performances Absolutely. on the main stage, mm-hmm. which everything that means. Yeah. Right. So let's hit our interns real quick. So we have five. I believe so. Yes. Five interns. Five interns. All female. Yes. yes. Female Girl rock power. star. Um, and let's talk well, about... Well, actually, we have Ephraim Boyd. Ephraim That's Boyd. right. For two weeks. For yeah. the Aww. first two weeks. And he's one of our Temple teams. He's one of our Temple teams, yes. So let's talk about how and why we have an internship program here at the theater. Well, it's interesting you say that because what's exciting about it is, is Dee, who was one of our interns when she was in college... Mm-hmm. Part of her experience here is what prompted her to become a music teacher, and she's now I a certified that. music teacher for middle school students. And she's coming back as an intern again Aww. to be the music, you know, the assistant music director on yeah. the shows for the summer. But it gives them practical experience within a a theatrical experience, but also an educational experience. And a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of the interns that we have that come work with us are looking toward that education um, career after they're here. Right. And this is a great experience for them to come and have basically on-the-job training, mm-hmm. helping manage kids, helping teach kids, helping mentor kids, mm-hmm. you know, and then also all of the other things that come along with the theater experience. Yeah. So whether you are a uh, education major or want to be in education or whether you want to be in theater, it's sort of a cross-pollinization of getting all the experience of theater and all the experience of education in one summer, mm-hmm. which is and really great. all of our interns this year have been here before. Before, correct. Um, other than Dee, who actually never went through our programs, program. um, all the other interns grew up as Temple kids. Mm-hmm. They know what the summers mean to the young people. They know what the summers have meant to them. And they want to give back, and they want to further their involvement at the Temple. So right. for me, it's really like homecoming week. Homecoming, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but this year we have Hannah Perrier, mm-hmm. who was in Into the Woods for Into you. Woods, she did a yeah. lot of shows mm-hmm. here at the Temple Theater. Um, Riley Anderson, who also has done a numerous, lot of shows yeah, here at the Temple. Shows at the Temple. Uh, Paris Parker, who is our dance instructor for our academy classes mm-hmm. and also has done a lot of shows at the Temple Theater. Um, I, we already mentioned Dee Jones. We already mentioned Ephraim Boyd. And uh, Lizzie. And Lizzie Andrews, who is a student at Meredith mm-hmm. in technical theater. Mm-hmm. So she's pitching in this year to help not only with the acting side, but with the technical side with sewing and helping with the sets. Although this week is our intern boot camp week. <laughs> <laughs> so all our of them are helping us week. Yes, yeah. clean and get ready. And they're doing an amazing job. And yeah. then the fun really starts for them next week when, when the kids, the kids start. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that. And I really do think, I mean, I when John walked in that first day and was like, 
we have an amazing group. Like I'm so, we got so much done. And I was like, yeah, we don't play here. Girl what do you power. mean? We, yeah, we, we got we this. We always get a lot done in the first week. Yeah. Let's ask about the 10th week. <laughs> and that's why the way we've structured it this year, we really, we've really structured that Sunday off because yeah. in the past we've seen, we've also had more interns in number. And this year we wanted to make sure that right. we're, we're a small but mighty staff, but at the yeah. same time. So one of them will, one of them will, um, We'll track with the music director. So there'll be a music intern. There'll be a, a directing intern. There'll be a technical uh, intern. Uh, there'll be a dance intern. Mm-hmm. And so they will track and help and assist through each one of those. So in turn, they also get that experience on the education right. side or the directing side or the choreography side, side, the stage yeah. management side. They all have that practical experience, which is not only are the kids getting practical experience, but as interns, right. they're getting on the job training. Right. And again, this is open. So like next year, if you have any of those interests, you can always sure. send us a resume send and apply resume. and let us know like you're interested because we do, I mean, our interns are absolutely vital to what we do mm-hmm. in the summer. Right. So. And these are paid positions. Paid positions right. Yes. So again, for these, for the interns, it's a chance to work in the field that they love at a place that they love with a little bit of pocket money at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody's flying to Aruba, especially no. these days, <laughs> on their salary. Nope. Uh, but it, it's it's always a fun summer, and it yeah. really helps us to have people involved who know the process, yeah. who know what it means. And who love it. And who love yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Okay, so let's, let's, uh, let's hit those dates one more time. If people want to get tickets, you can obviously go to our website, which is templeshows.org slash summer. If you want summer information, you want to see more about the shows, but then you can also buy tickets there. Um, and then we have our performances for the Music Man when? They are June 24th and 25th. Okay. And then after that, we have 101 Dalmatians. July 1st and 2nd. And then Bye Bye Birdie. July 15th and 16th. And then our final camp, which is Romeo and Juliet. Is August 4th, 5th, and 6th. Which is going to be amazing. Well, this has been so much fun. It's always fun when we get to it. I, it, it sounds like we don't work together because I'm asking <laughs> you all these questions. And I'm like, wow, I've never heard that before after I've been making all the social media. But if you're not following us on social media, you're really missing out. We just got... Super, super blessed from our Temple Guild. We have amazing organizations that work with us. But we just got a filtered, say it really fast, filtered water bottle refill station um, uh, that we're super excited about. We're doing raffle tickets to... What's harder to say is water bottle filler. Water bottle filler. See? Water (laughs) bottle filler. Because you want to say water bottle filler. Water bottle filler. Water bottle filler. Water bottle filler. That's going to be one of our tongue twisters. There you go. But um, so we have raffle tickets available for each of those camps. But I mean, we really do have a lot going on that you don't get to hear as often on the podcast. We, We spill a lot more tea on social media. So we're all over all platforms at Temple Theater NC because there is a Temple Theater in Saginaw, Michigan. Right. We are not them. We are in beautiful downtown Sanford, North Carolina. Um, so this has been super fun, but we will, um, we're going to hop off for now. Thank you guys for being here. And thanks for tuning in to the Temple Tea. Bye. Bye. Bye.